Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Today on the podcast, the North Preston singer-songwriter who has a Grammy nomination. Yeah, also just in time for your holiday party. We're going to tell you about the biggest party food trends of 2022. Also, things we hang on to because we're so darn sentimental. And if you're here for the $1,000 Minute Advantage, there isn't one today, the next couple of days. $1,000 Minute is on hold until uh, December 12th. So no $1,000 Minute Advantage for December 8th and 9th. We're out collecting toys the next couple of days for the Salvation Army. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Halifax's Christmas music station, Move 100. Hey, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Hey, good morning to you too. <laughs> it's Aaron and Peter. Hi. It's Wednesday, hump day already. Mm-hmm. You'll have to excuse us today uh, if we're all out of sorts. We got these new chairs in our studio. <laughs> Yeah. Did we ask for new chairs? You know when you get so used to something at work and then they change it on you and you're like, well, That's my it. whole day's screwed up. That's now. finished. I am quitting. <laughs> this is not working well. Like you get your, your water coolers taken away or, oh, or yeah, they, well, that they get a new microwave <laughs> and you, you're without a microwave for a day. Something like that, right? New chairs. <laughs> and they don't fit. They don't fit. If, if these were, had been the chairs from the beginning... Well, maybe we would have, you know, said, oh, these are fine. <laughs> but, but we had elite chairs before, and now we have these new ones. New chairs. I said to Peter, you know, we sound like the biggest divas in the world right yeah. now, right? Well, I, we didn't ask for these. No one asked for the new chairs. They showed up, and they're just uncomfortable. I know. Yeah. I know. In fact, there was one of the old chairs left in the studio, and I quickly he snagged, snagged that and threw this trashy new one. Little princess. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, excuse us if we're a little Listen, off. I may have a lead on another one, but if you keep talking to me like that, I'm going <laughs> to... You're not going to help me? No, I'm not going to help you at all. <laughs> and then what happens when the boss walks in and all of the new chairs that they ordered are in the hallway because we don't yeah. want them? My old chair had literally had my name on it. <laughs> no, it didn't. It did Did you while. do that? No, one okay. of the engineers did. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Peter... Peter's chair. Do not remove. Peter the princess. <laughs> Don't touch his chair. <laughs> uh, it is going to be kind of rainy today. The rest yeah. of the day, it's rainy this morning, uh, but it's warmish outside, right? Yeah. I mean, it's one, but it's going to get up to seven later eight, on this afternoon. Eight degrees today. Nine, yeah, seven degrees it's warm. today. Warm. Mid-December? We'll take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over some facts, shall we? So you'll start the day a little bit more, well, smarter, but you'll know more. You'll know more. I'm not saying you'll be smarter, but you'll know more. Okay. Dogs are smart. The average average dog can count to five and understands about 165 words, including signs, signals, and gestures in those 165 words. The smartest dog, though, understands up to 250 words, putting them on par intellectually with two-and-a-half-year-old humans. Okay, makes sense. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in Quebec, because of language laws, KFC is called PFK, Poulet Frites <laughs> Kentucky. PFK. PFK, French for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Whereas in France, it's still called KFC. Do people call it actually PFK? I think so. Like, want to go get some PFK? Hey, let's head down and get some. Weird. What do you chicken. mean? Chicken. PFK. Best-selling car of all time, the Toyota Corolla. Mm. I've got one of those. 
You do. More than 50 million of them have been sold worldwide since it came out in 1966. That's more than twice the runner-up, the Volkswagen Beetle, which has sold 21 million units. The Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. Oh, I love that car. They were cute. Yeah. Uh, The average Bugatti customer, if you own a Bugatti, uh, you know what a Bugatti is? I do. Good. Good, because it wouldn't make sense if it didn't. (laughs) The average Bugatti customer has about 84 cars. Mm Mm-hmm. Three jets and one yacht. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. If you if you own a Bugatti, chances are you have 83 other cars. <laughs> a jet. Three jets and one yacht. Oh, my god! Whereas if you have a Corolla, you probably have a kayak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, if me. you're lucky. That's me. <laughs> I once had a toy plane. Yeah. What the fuck? Going out? Take us with you. Go to move100halifax.ca and listen to our stream anywhere on any device. So we found out that one in eight people are hanging on to a cell phone that they no longer use because they feel sentimental about it. Yep. Are you one of the eight people? Yep. Me too. <laughs> How many phones do you think you have at home? Oh, there's a box of phones. Um, well, actually, we used one recently. But anyway, I think probably we have about four phones. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. We've got a box of all our old phones and digital cameras and random cords that we don't know where they belong. Okay, why are you hanging on to old phones? Is it for sentimental reasons? Yeah, and I think maybe just down the road, it'd be kind of cool to be like, yeah, I used this 30 years ago. Can you believe it? Oh, yeah. This was the same flip phone that Tom Cruise used in Mission Impossible. It's one of those things that it's so little, it's It's so little, it's it's not hard to hang on to, right? It's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Okay, so... I mean, for sentimental reasons, yeah, sure, I think. For sentimental reasons, I'm holding on to. I hold on to way too much stuff for sentimental reasons. I have no problem believing that. Yeah. My mom, I'll, I'll mention a couple of them, but I'm just thinking about this. My mom still has the last new car that my father ever bought. Oh, wow. And she doesn't drive anymore. Right. And my dad passed away more than 20 years ago. Yeah. So she's hanging on to the car because it's the last new car oh, that, that he bought. That's sweet. Yeah, sure. Sure, it's sweet. But it's, you know, that's a big that's a big item to hang on to. It's Renee's mom passed away probably six or seven years ago. And Renee's grandma still has the last car oh. that Renee's mom bought. And it's huh. the same thing. It's sitting in their driveway. Right. I don't even think you could turn it on anymore. Right. But okay. she just wants to have it. So that's not to, or maybe there's somebody else who's listening right now who has that similar yeah, situation. Yeah. I hold, I, going through, uh, just picking out, a, getting a t-shirt uh, last night to throw on this morning and noticed my father's pajama pants that I still have, flannel oh. pajama pants. Uh, do you wear them or do you just keep them yeah, no, in your drawer? Occasionally I do. Nice. Occasionally I put them up. Oh, putting up the Christmas tree? The ornaments that we've hung on to <laughs> just because I'm sentimental about them? Well, that's a, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's a big one. That's right? a big one, yeah. My mom has all of our ornaments when we were little kids, and oh. she's slowly starting to give us, like, one a year so that we can continue on the tradition of having the ones that we had when we were little, nice. which I love. That's really, really Because I'd like to have a piece of my childhood when I was, you know, at right. Christmas time. And I bet, as Aaron Hopkins, you were going to put that on a special tree, not the, you know, that, tree that shows for everybody. No, that but... goes on the office tree where all, like, the random decorations <laughs> right. go, not on the nice tree in the living room. <laughs> you know. I right, she's sentimental, but 
I, honestly, that I'm, sentimental. I'm not that sentimental. I really don't. I don't hang on to. Oh, really? I, I really don't. Okay, so I'm sentimental, you know, and the occasion doesn't happen that often, but right. every few years, you're trading in a car. Mm-hmm. I get so sentimental about the old car. I have shed tears over getting rid of the old car. No, you car. haven't. I have. Uh, we haven't moved that often, but I can tell you that the last house we've moved out of, mm-hmm. I shed tears over moving out of that house. Do you drive by and Drove get a little by teary-eyed? That house yeah. Less than a week ago, Aww. and it was not on the way to anywhere. Totally. I do the same thing when I'm when I'm like with my parents or back home, I'll drive by my old house just to, you know, <laughs> have a little sentimental moment. So it should not surprise us, and I think it's probably even bigger that the number is one in eight people who yeah. hold on to cell phones <laughs> for sentimental of reasons. all things, right? <laughs> yeah, we got a text on the cell phones. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, the very first phone, this is just came in, uh, that I had gotten on a Rogers contract in 2007, ended up being adopted by my dad after I got a new phone, and he continued to use it until 2013. Wow, that's a... How long do cell phones generally... Stay before you say, I got to get a new one. Well, usually your contract's, what, two, three years? (laughs) About that long. (laughs) The the text says, I don't think that was sentimental, just the fact that my dad may or may not have been all that technologically advanced or inclined uh, to use any other devices, so he used that one. Cute. Yeah, that's cute. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily a sentimental thing, but this one is, I can't throw out my daughter's old soothers. (laughs) (laughs) It's so gross, but I just can't let go of I don't think that's... Part Gross. of her babyhood. I don't think it is either. People keep their baby's teeth. And yes, they do. Other, what did we get a text about? Umbilical cords. Yeah. You're not up for that, huh? Well, wouldn't it like rot away? It's a piece of skin. It is, but you know how you'll sometimes... Okay, this, it turns like this, black in a little jar. This, yeah, this is kind of gross, but sometimes you might spot if you're out in in the woods somewhere, uh, like a, a, a snake skin that had yeah. been sh- that had been shedded. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of looks like that. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> I just don't understand. I mean, I guess yeah, it's sentimental. But what are you going to do with it? Put it on display? Hey, people keep their placenta, and oh, I don't even want to tell you what I they do with tr- it. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I know about that. <laughs> uh, Annette, what is it that you can't get rid of because you feel sentimental about it? I am holding on to my first ever teddy bear that I got for Christmas when I was two years old. Um, let's just say. He's 62, but I'm still 35. (laughs) (laughs) He's a magic bear. He's a magic bear. How's he hanging in there? What's uh, what's going on with, well, what's his name, by the way? Okay, I just called him Teddy as a child, and that just stuck. Every Christmas, I say happy birthday to him. And I'm not one of these wing nuts, honest. (laughs) But, I mean, he was so adorable. He's only, like, 10, 12 inches high. He has movable arms and legs, glass eyes, and a stitched-on nose that became so rubbed off. I guess I was kissing him or something when I was little. So around seven years old, I stitched on a new nose. Of course, it's crooked, but hey, give me credit. One time, I lost him at a gas station. I think it was out in Enfield. And I'm from Herring Cove, and they actually mailed it back to me. 
Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's so cute. Uh, A daughter's boyfriend called him a biohazard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're a biohazard. Get lost. Yeah, Yeah, he's no longer in the picture. There you go. Any long-term plans for this, Teddy? Who's going to inherit Teddy one day? When I you don't need them anymore. Kids. I asked my kids, and they both said, I don't want that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his fur is all rubbed off where I carried him everywhere. He's, I just love him. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Well, I mean, so many texts this morning. Thank you. I have a large stuffed dog. This one says that my father... One for me when I was three. It's a wrinkles dog. I refuse to part with it, and it sits on a shelf in my closet so I can see it every <laughs> morning. It's 37 years old. Okay. I have a wrinkles dog. What's a wrinkles dog? Okay, look them up. Go ahead. Wrinkles was a stuffed animal, stuffed dog. He was so very cute. He had, like, wrinkles all over his face. One of those dogs that his, the face looks wrinkled. And it's actually a puppet. You can put your hand inside oh my God. the dog and, and make it talk. It's just unlocked a memory for me. Yeah? The way that you say it's a puppet. Yes. I had this, but in the form of an elephant. Oh, yeah? Okay. So it was very, very similar. It looked exactly the same, just a different animal. Yeah. Oh so my gosh, I had wow. a wrinkles dog, and I still cool. have it, you know, in, in reality. I could probably go get it and bring it home, but it's still... In my mother's house. Oh, my gosh. In my old bedroom. Wild. Mm-hmm. Dog's so cute. It's so cute. Thank <laughs> you for bringing that memory back yeah. to us as well. This text from New Glasgow. It says, I still have the last birthday card my grandfather gave me, which was for my mm. 16th birthday. I'm now 37. I framed it, and I have it on my wall in my office. I love that. Yeah. Do you keep old cards? There are a few old cards that are still around. Depends I mean, every who once, it comes from. It truly trash does. or it goes <laughs> right. in the nice pile. But it might be from somebody who's passed away, right? And, right. And the writing's on that. I, oh, my God. Um, so we have a, a, a dish that my grandmother gave us for our wedding. Mm-hmm. But my grandmother had already passed away before we were married. So she had taken this dish, a Nortaki China dish. Yeah. Beautiful. And piece of masking tape on the on the bottom and said for Peter's wedding. Oh my God. Years before I were ever you got engaged? Married. Not Which, engaged. Oh. Not even with the woman whom I've been married to for no over three decades. Way. But my grandmother wanted to make sure that there was something there from Cute. her. For our wedding. And where is that dish now? It's in our home. Nice. It's in it's in uh, in a living room. Cool. And the masking tape is still on it. Oh my gosh. For Peter's wedding. That's so nice. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so we're all sentimental old fools. <laughs> I know it's true. Uh, good morning, Move One Hundred. What are you still holding on to? I well, I lost it a year or so ago, but I had a pin that was my mother's, and all that it was was a little oval pin with a blue stone in it. And it said uh, Kara. She worked for Kara Services on it. Mm. She was the first female bartender they ever hired. Huh. And she she ended up, she died when I was 21. Oh. But uh, I had it for years, and I somehow lost it about a year or so ago. And oh. But I always held on to that. Maybe it'll turn up again. Yeah, right? I hope it does. Oh, you never know. But it was, it was always one of those ones in trouble times or whatever I hold and think, you know, about mom. So it was always one of those. Thing, right? So Hopefully someday it'll turn up. Your mom mom was from here in Nova Scotia? Yes, yes, she was. Yeah, so where she where was, was she a bartender? She was the 
first female bartender care services had at the uh, airport at the departure lounge bar. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> She, wow. she actually had a letter from them, too. To saying the same thing? That, yeah, that she was the first female bartender they ever hired. Good for her. So, but, yeah, it was a very, very, very sentimental thing. Well, yeah. we hope it turns up for you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Okay, a North Preston singer-songwriter has been nominated for a Grammy after writing a song for Chris Brown's new album. That is very impressive. Wild. Uh, Just Chase from North Preston is an R&B singer, rapper, songwriter. He's now living in Toronto. Uh, And if you're wondering, well, how did he get involved with Chris Brown? He was working with a friend who worked with Chris Brown. That uh, friend connected the two, and Chris Brown really liked his style, so they just continued working together. And the rest is history. The two created a song on Chris Brown's new album called Psychic. Jack Harlow is on the song, and Jack Harlow is huge right now. So really, really cool. It's a big deal. Uh, The People's Choice Awards were last night, and to sum it up, the highlights of the night were Lizzo, Shania Twain, and Olivia Wilde. Now, uh, Lizzo received the People's Champion Award. She said, to be an icon isn't about how long you've had your platform. Being an icon is what you do with your platform. Then she brought 17 female activists on stage, introduced them each by name, and explained the work they do, which is awesome. Shania Twain picked up the Musician uh, Icon Award, of course, and performed an awesome medley of her hits that everybody was loving. And everybody was talking about Olivia Wilde last night and her revenge look. Uh, You know that her and Harry Styles just broke up? Yeah. So that's why they're calling this the revenge look. She wore a black see-through gown, and it was was pretty see-through to the point that when she was up on stage accepting an award, uh, the producers actually blurred the entire screen. And then I guess they figured out, well, if we pull the camera far back enough, it's okay. What's wrong with my television? She looked amazing. (laughs) She looked incredible. Yeah, she is an amazing looking woman. Yeah. Oh, and a great director. That's you. That's that long. That's what she received the award for. Yeah. And uh, we've got a list of the top food trends uh, on TikTok for 2022. I want to see if you've tried any of these because they were pretty big this year. Uh, Butterboards. That's the charcuterie board with butter. I'm willing to try it, but no, I haven't tried it. Nacho tables Mm-mm. where you uh, cover your table with tin foil and just pour nachos all over and you just eat from the table. People do it for their kids. The kids love it. What about the melted cheese part? You make like a queso and pour it on top uh-huh. of the cheese. Yeah. Uh, pink sauce, which is a condiment that went viral uh, that contains dragon fruit, sunflower seed oil, honey, chili, and garlic. People love it. It's pink, though, so it looks bizarre. Uh, Pasta chips, which is when you boil pasta noodles, coat them in oil and seasoning, and then crisp them up in the air fryer. Amazing. And finally, the number one food trend of the year was cloud bread. That three-ingredient bread that contains eggs, cream cheese, and cream of tartar. You've had tried none of these things. No, I haven't. Did you make... Cloud bread? I make cloud bread. You make it yeah, now but regularly? It, well, you can make like a keto version of cloud bread if you want with like almond flour, eggs, and cream cheese. I'll ruin it then. 
Okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but I was inspired by this cloud bread, so Good. try it out. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Aaron and Peter, getting your day moving. Everybody was moving, grooving. Today's best variety. Move 100. Your wife told you that your yes. head was bleeding profusely, That's and now true. you have a massive scar. I'm looking at your <laughs> your scar My on your head. Scar. What did you do? Uh, Okay. I, I think it's going to leave a scar. I'm not sure. Uh, and it's going to be right on the top of my head. But it's a Costco injury. Classic. <laughs> Is there anything more on brand than for me you than you have a, a Costco injury? <laughs> <laughs> it's how you can tell that I'm the Costco guy. Yeah, you are Costco guy. <laughs> because I walk around. Like Harry Potter's scar? Yeah. Similar, right? Just on the top of your head, not Just, on your forehead. Exactly. Thank God. So, um, Costco scar. How mm. does that happen? How does anyone get a scar at Costco? I'm picking up a bag of flour, a 10-kilogram bag of flour mm -hmm. for, you know, holiday baking, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And um, I'm looking at the, 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 the pallet of flour, and the top ones are kind of like picked over. They're, 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 every flour bag you always pick up, it, it gives up some flour sometimes. It's like they choose the most annoying bag to ever put flour inside ever because nothing stays inside. Right. So we've designed this bag that the flour won't stay in, but it's good enough. Yeah. Because it's flour. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking at these bags. There's flour everywhere. And then I see, okay, well, I'll get one from the back of the pallet. So I reach back and I get the bag of flour from the, the, the pallet in the back. And then as I'm coming out, my head hits the wooden pallet above oh, the pallet of flour. Shoot. And it's just kind of... Okay, that sound effect <laughs> just made me cringe. Wait a second. I did that. I'll do it again. Oh. As my head scrapes, my bald head scrapes up against the wood in the pallet above the flour. Oh, my God. Right. And then your wife said... <laughs> I knew immediately, so I'm walking back toward my wife with my bag of flour, and I said, am I bleeding? I'm bleeding, right. And she said, you're bleeding profusely. Profusely. <laughs> <laughs> and when I think of profusely, I'm thinking, you know, gushing blood, oh <laughs> like I've God. hit an artery yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. But all I've done is torn the skin profusely. on the top. I love that she used that word. Because it just makes, it's like, it makes the situation worse. Right, and since, and then she pulled out a dirty Kleenex from her pocket oh, somewhere geez, and used... started dabbing me and then I could see the profuse amount of blood that was coming from my head on the Kleenex. Oh my God. And I, and I continued to walk around Costco for the next 15 minutes With your so, head bleeding? Dabbing my head to try to stop the bleeding. And she said, <laughs> just hold it on there. <laughs> I'm not going like, to hold it on Everyone's looking like, why is that guy walking around with the blood? Bleeding why head, like it's no big deal. Why is your blood gushing profusely from that man? Honestly, head? that's a pretty big gush on your head. Like that is gonna scar. Yeah, I think so. And too. what are you gonna do? About? Well, you're I'm gonna not, have to get some scar cream because that bad boy's noticeable. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I mean, when I got home, my wife, you know, you know got the alcohol stuff out of the the, the, the medicine cabinet, and right? Did that with, and then some. Uh, what's it called? The Starts with a P, the, the ointment that you put on wounds. Oh, my God. Uh, polysporin. Polysporin, that's it. And, uh, and then it's been a couple of nights, okay. actually. Um, I had it covered up a little bit yesterday with a hat, so you didn't really see it. And um, so polysporin every night. I'll be fine. Did you have a headache when you hit your head? Like, that must have been uncomfortable. No, it wasn't like, uh, like a, you know, a bang. It was more of a... 
right across the top. Right down the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, the Costco <laughs> man, it was only a matter of time before the Costco guy. It's a badge of honor. Got a Costco injury. <laughs> you got to be careful there. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be watching you next time. Well, like, what is this guy up to? <laughs> oh, Costco He's suing guy. Costco <laughs> next time you're getting, you know, bleeding profusely from your head. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Thanks. Sorry you have a scar to yeah. uh, show your injury there. My war wound. <laughs> Do you have a scar that people ask you about and you have to explain what happened every single time? Did you scrape your head on the top of a pallet there, buddy? <laughs> I have one on my uh, on my knee and it's pretty noticeable. Like, I'm pretty sure I have rocks in my knee and I, it's all this huge scar. If I wear dresses or whatever or, my, or shorts where my legs are showing, I'm always a little bit... Um, embarrassed by it because oh. people ask me like, oh my God, you get me. That and the story is embarrassing. I was an idiot. I was a total idiot. Aaron. And now I'm going to have to explain this for the rest of my life. But we'll get into that in a few minutes. No, 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 no. not the rest of your life. <laughs> Five minutes from now. Five, oh yeah, there you go. Five <laughs> minutes from now. In the meantime, tell us about your scar that everybody asks you about. How'd you get it? I have like the ugliest knee in the world <laughs> because it's one massive scar that I got when I graduated high school years ago. And I was an idiot. I was such an idiot. Graduation comes along and everybody decides to go on a big um, graduation camping trip. Celebration. So you can imagine how this would have been, right? It's like, I think we packed... A, f- a fruit and veggie tray, a bunch, a bunch of booze, and we went to the woods. That's all we... Nobody actually prepared for anything. I was sleeping in my Jeep. Like, oh. it was just a gong show. Anywho, we decide... Let's all go for a nice little walk down this gravel path and let's, you know, just go get out of here for a bit. So we're walking around the woods. We have no idea where we are. And all of a sudden, uh, one of my friends, as a joke, yells, bear, bear. And then we heard like a, it was almost like a growl, but it was just my friends playing a prank. Me being not so sober did the thing that you're not supposed to do. I just panicked and I ran. Like I turned the other direction and I started to run to the point where I was running so fast into panic that I tripped over myself, smashed my knees into the gravel. Oh my goodness. And it was like a, it was a bloodbath. There was so much you blood. You were bleeding profusely. Profusely. But mm-hmm. then we get back to the grad camp party and does anybody have a first aid kit? No. No, but I've got some uh, pineapple chunks. We've got some vodka and some duct tape is more like it. Let's pour this vodka on your open (gasps) wound and we'll close it together with some duct tape until we get home. That's what I did. Oh, my God. And that's why my scar looks the way it does. To this day, people will be like, oh, my God, your knee, is it okay? Mm -hmm. I have to go back to that story. And to this day, you're, you are still afraid of bears. That's a legitimate Oh, 100. Thing. I've always been. That's why I panic, right? Like, I've always been terrified. But, yeah, it just totally messed up my knee, and now i got to live with this stupid scar for being an idiot. Aaron, thank you for sharing. <laughs> I can't. Thank you for telling us that. <laughs> yeah, good time. So how'd you get your scar? Scotty's on the line. Good morning, Scotty. How'd you get yours? Uh, I do. Uh, my... My head injury was my dad slammed the trunk in my head, but that's that's a different story. But anyway, my best my best story for my scar is I, I have a scar on my lip, and it looks like maybe I was a scrapper when I was younger, but no. I uh, I was tarping a uh, a container down at the shipyard a few years ago and uh, pulling one of those uh, black rubber, those heavy rubber uh, bungee cords down to hook it, mm-hmm. and it slipped into my hand, and oh, then God. the hook tore through the bottom and then up to the top of my lower lip. Oh, God. 
And then the, the bungee cord just kept going because it knew better than to stick around, right? <laughs> I don't know where it ended up. But as I'm leaving, I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding profusely. And, and, and as I'm going through the gate, they're like, All right, did you hurt yourself on site? I'm like, oh, no, because you got to do incident reports and mm-hmm. stuff. But nobody wants to do that. No. I said, cold sword. No, no, herpes. Let me go. Herpes. So, <laughs> yeah. Go on. Get out of here. So, but anyway, it's, it's a great scar. Yeah, I could yeah. tell people that. And every, yeah. to this day, you're telling everybody it's herpes? <laughs> Yes, that's yes. what I do. I tell, yeah. I tell everybody, yeah. It's no matter what's going style. on, they're like, are you having a bad day? Herpes. Herpes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're running a gas? Herpes. Herpes. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter. On Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Texas, I have a scar on my chin. When I was four, I was running inside our apartment building and tripped going up the stairs and cut my chin. I had to get stitches. I still remember it after 50 years. Oh, seeing people fall and hit their chin like that oh. is the worst thing I ever. Mean, the, the stairs generally were pretty good at stairs. <laughs> Depends. Falling upstairs <laughs> or falling downstairs, always a bad idea. Yeah, it really messes you up for a sec. Uh, do you have a scar? Good morning. Do you have a scar that everybody asks you about? Yes, I do. And I have the original Harry Potter scar above oh. my left eye. How'd you get it? About 30 years ago, uh, me and a bunch of buddies would get together two or three times a year on a weekend. And all we would do is watch John Wayne movies, barbecue, and drink. And so (laughs) in the movie True Grit, John Wayne, in the final shootout, he spins the rifle and shoots the bad guys. Me, being in the uh, intoxicated state I was in, pointed at the TV and told all my buddies, hey, I can do that. And my friend Randy says, you can't do that. You don't have a horse. And I said, yeah, but I got a lawnmower. So okay. there, there's six full-grown men in the back in my backyard. I'm on a lawnmower. I have a toy uh, BB gun. Mm-hmm. And I go to spin it like John Wayne. And I hit myself in the forehead, knock myself out. The lawnmower crashes into the neighbor's fence. Oh. She, she calls the police and says, my neighbor's drunk in the backyard and he's got a gun. Oh my, God. So my, my my front yard was full of police within minutes, and I come from a small town in southwestern Ontario, and my dad's best friend was the chief of police. He shows up, and he's looking at us. I'm bleeding from my forehead, and my buddies are all laying on the ground laughing their asses off. Of course. So he says, I'm going to take this, and you can come pick it up tomorrow. So he takes the TV gun, and the next morning I do the walk of shame into the police station <laughs> with a dinosaur Band-Aid on my forehead because the only thing I had was in my daughter's first aid kit. <laughs> Wait. So I asked kids when this happened. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I asked for my gun, and or my, my BB gun, and the lady at the desk who I grew up with says, can I have your name, please, sir? So they go and get it, and it's wrapped about five inches round with police caution tape. So that's been the joke for the last three decades. <laughs> I'm so grateful that there wasn't cell phones with cameras back then. Oh, no kidding. Because I would, well, I would be a YouTube sensation. You, would, you would. And that, Pilgrim is how he got his scar. <laughs> Halifax's Move 100. It's early morning. Wow. With Aaron and Peter. I mean, that's the story. That was epic. <laughs> the lawnmower. <laughs> I love how he's like, I got an idea. I've got a lawnmower. <laughs>
No. Uh, we're hearing stories of how you got that big scar. This text says, uh, my scar is from being a frustrated child. I was running around the house when I was three or four years old, and my mother was babysitting some friends' kids. She made us all sit on the couch because we were going to hurt ourselves, mm-hmm. she said. Well, me, I had a temper tantrum, rocked back, for, back and forth on the couch until I ended up falling forward onto the pointy coffee table corner <gasps> and made a huge gash in my cheek, it's and the scar is still there. Always the pointy coffee table. Yes, yeah, it's always coffee that. <laughs> Even as an adult, how many times have you gashed your leg on those or yeah. stubbed your toe? Or... I have another scar I forgot about in the back of my head from the pointy corner of the piano. Oh, my God. What's the pointy corner? Oh, when you're, yeah. <laughs> the upright got piano, you. and it's got a, you yeah. know, very sharp corners on the, on the sides. Are you okay? And my brother still gets the blame because he was chasing me around the house at the time. Nice. <laughs> I love that for you. If you have a big scar and you got a story about how you got it, we want to hear from you. Good morning, Move 100. Hello. Hi. Do you have a scar? I do. I, I had skin cancer on my forehead a couple of years ago, and the dermatologist said not to use polysporin at all. They what? said just to use Vaseline. Oh. Yeah, so... The line, it kind of, the line on my head, the gash was quite, like, over three inches uh, uh, wide on my forehead that wow. they took out. And you can barely notice it. Uh, it's a little white because it's still healing, but um, the polysporin, it, it was not necessary. It was just Vaseline. Interesting. Okay. okay. I'm switching to Vaseline. <laughs> I'm glad you're and okay. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You'll be fine. Aaron and Peter. Mornings on Move 100. More coming up. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Okay, Jenna Del Valet is on the line this morning. Jenna, how are you? Great. Great. And you are heading into work this morning. Uh, you work on the Via Rail. You're going to Montreal today. I am. That is cool. What do you do? do you uh, What do you do on the Via Rail? I work uh, in the dining car, so we feed all the people all the way to Montreal. Amazing. Good for you. Cool, Jenna. All right. Well, hopefully we can win you a thousand bucks before you head off to Montreal. Okay. Sounds good. So you get one minute on the clock. Ten questions. Get them all right. You're going to win a thousand dollars. If not, we'll give you ten bucks for each correct answer you give us. If you don't know the answer, say pass. If there's time, we can come back to it. But the first answer you give us is what counts. You can't take it back. Okay. Okay, sounds great. Jenna, are you ready to do this? Here goes nothing. Okay, Jenna, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Jenna, we call this game soccer. What does most of the rest of the world call it? Football. What comic strip character debuted his TV Christmas special in 1965? Peanuts. How often does a World Cup typically happen? Every four years. What actor's breakout role was as Rebecca Howe, the manager of the bar on Cheers? Uh, Kirstie Alley. What was the sequel to Kirstie Alley's movie, Look Who's Talking? Look Who's Talking to. What's the only gemstone that comes from a living creature? Pass. On what Halifax Street will you find Barely's House of Blues and Ribs? Um, Barrington. Your Barely's bill was fifty two seventy five. You paid with three twenties. What's your change? Uh, to $17.25. In the first Home Alone movie, where was Kevin supposed to be going with his family? Harry. If you have a medical condition called halitosis, what's wrong with you? Bad breath. Uh, what's the only gemstone that comes from a living creature? 
girl. Uh, oh, just in time. Uh-huh. Just in time, Jenna. <laughs> okay, oh. let's go through the questions and see how you did. So football is what most of the world calls soccer. Uh, Charlie Brown, the comic strip character uh, that debuted his TV Christmas special in 1965. Uh, the World Cup happens every four years. Kirstie Alley's breakout role was Rebecca Howe, the manager of the bar on Cheers. Uh, the sequel to Kirstie Alley's movie, Look Who's Talking, is Look Who's Talking 2. Uh, the only gemstone that comes from a living creature, Pearl. Uh, Barely's is on Barrington Street. Your Barely's bill was $52.75. You paid with three 20s. Your change is actually $7.25. Mm. First Home Alone movie, Kevin was supposed to go to Paris with his family. And halitosis... Yeah, it means you have bad breath. So three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of ten. Eighty bucks. That's pretty good. Oh, That's pretty good, Jenna. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you so much for playing with us this morning. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And Jenna, don't forget to check out our podcast. Next time you play, we always give the answer to question number 10 for the next day's game. So you'll have an advantage next time you play, okay? Sounds great. All right, Jenna, you hang on the line for us. All right, your chance to win a grand in under 60 seconds. It happens tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock when you play the $1,000 Minute on Move 100. Bring me that smile in the morning. Mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100. Can we change the subject a little bit? Sure. The, the Evergreen Festival? Oh, my gosh. Did you see the yeah. video of the walkthrough through the Evergreen Festival? There, I'm not thinking about chocolate anymore. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, If you don't know what the Evergreen Festival is, it's taking place right now on the uh, Halifax waterfront. It's a free outdoor winter festival. Mm-hmm. It is stunning. They have transformed the entire Halifax waterfront into this beautiful light show. Like, they have all these light displays everywhere. It's so pretty. And then when you walk into uh, the main area of the festival, there are a whole bunch of vendors serving snacks mm-hmm. and warm drinks and gifts, and there's entertainment. It looks amazing. If you've never been and you want to imagine what it must feel like and mm-hmm. look like, uh, go to our Twitter. Uh, Kate yesterday uh, retweeted the TJ McGuire, who made an amazing video. Frankly, we couldn't do any better. Yeah. So we put uh, up his video and it just looks amazing. Yeah. It's taking place until December 18th on the waterfront. So you have lots of time to get out there and enjoy it. But what a fun thing to do with the family, hey? Walk around downtown, see mm-hmm. it in a whole new light just before their holidays. You're outdoors. You yeah. feel like you're getting fresh air. And at mm-hmm. the same time, you're seeing all of this. It's a beauty. Move 100 Halifax on Twitter if you want to check it out. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. They got somebody that you just you have no idea what you're gonna get them. A survey found that women who are unsure what to get their get their husband or their partner for Christmas will probably just buy this. <laughs> <laughs> what is it we're looking for? Women, if they don't know what to get their husband or partner, will probably just buy this. What do you think it is? Call us with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 1247. Yeah, the first text that came in says, a screwdriver set. That's a good idea, you know They must love that. Yes, you can never have too many screwdriver sets. All right, booze. (laughs) Not the answer, though. No, neither is that. Lingerie. Oh. Boxers, boots, socks. Not there yet. A tie, gloves, a scarf. I've received all of these. Have you? Yes. This text says, an umbrella, chocolate, uh... Lots of texting boots, lube, 
A wallet? Oh, Socks? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Go back. To lube? No. <laughs> I kind of tried to pass over that one like it wasn't a big deal. No, but you just said the right answer right around the same time. <laughs> okay, so it's not lube. <laughs> no. Survey found that women who are unsure what to get their husband or partner for Christmas will probably buy a wallet. A wallet. Yeah. I mean... How would you feel about getting a wallet? Wallets can be pretty personal. Could like, they? Depends on, you know, what you keep in your yeah. wallet. Do you want and, a thick boy or a yeah, little one? You no, know, you want something a little thin. Yeah. And also, um, you only need one every maybe... Ten uh, years. Ten years? <laughs> I know. Maybe if you say, okay, I guess it's been four or five years. Yeah, I'll take... Yeah, thanks. That's nice. <laughs> Aaron and Peter's 12 Days of Christmas Bonuses. Okay, we have Judy Wentworth on the line this morning. Hi, Judy. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Now, I hear some kitties in the background. Who's there with you? I have Hudson and Luca. Well, I hope they are all caught up on their Christmas trivia. They're going to help you out this morning. That's right? They are, yeah. <laughs> Judy, listen, just for playing this morning, you have instantly won a Move 100 smart speaker so you can share our Christmas music on Move with everybody in your home. Oh, sounds good. There yeah. you go. You've won already. That easy. Thank you. <laughs> okay, now uh, we are going to ask you three true or false Christmas questions. And for each one you get right, you're going to win a bonus prize, a Christmas bonus, okay? Sounds good. All right. Well, let's start with your first Christmas bonus prize, $50, a gift card to spend at Halifax Shopping Center. True or false question, Judy? Okay. According to the song, Frosty the Snowman, Frosty came to life when the kids put on an old silk hat on his head. True or false? True. True. <laughs> Aaron, That's if you're going to ring bell. that bell, you got to ring not- that bell. <laughs> Give it a couple of slaps. Oh, my gosh. All right. <laughs> All right. Next prize, a $100 gift card to spend at Sobeys. True or false? In France, Quebec, and in some communities in Nova Scotia, Santa Claus is known as Père Noël. True or false? True. There you go. <laughs> True. You got it. You got it. So you got the gift card from Sobeys, a gift card from Halifax Shopping Center. This one, this is a $500 cash. Ooh. Ooh. No pressure, Judy. That could finish my shopping. Right? That could yes. wrap it all up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, here we go. True or false, Judy? According to Canada Post... <laughs> no, not too early with the answer, okay? Okay. <laughs> According to Canada Post, Santa's postal code is H-O-H-O-H-O. True or false? True. Yay! <laughs> hey, Judy, there you go. That 500 bucks is also yours. Thank you very much. Uh, amazing. So you got yourself a Move 100 smart speaker, 50 bucks to the Halifax Shopping Center, $100 to Sobeys, and $500 cash. How's that for a Christmas bonus? That's wonderful. Uh, Judy Wentworth, congratulations. Thank you. You, were, you are welcome. You hang on the line for us, okay? Okay, thank okay. you. And give your kids, the grandkids, a hug for us mm-hmm. as well. I will. Yeah. You got it, Judy. Thank you. And we are back with the 12 Days of Christmas bonuses tomorrow morning. Your chance to win $650 in cash and gift cards. 9 o'clock on Move 100. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.